Hey everybody, welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Callie. This week, we're going to talk about the APP Vlasic Classic over in Cincinnati. But before we go ahead and get into that, make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. Hit the like button, share the show with your friends. And with that being out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize so to you sorry. again, tell you how I'm sorry I am Terribly about sorry. the mistake. And it's if there's sorry. anything at all I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Come along, Howie. It's time for your lobotomy. Forgiveness. I'm not sorry I took the money. <laughs> so, to start us off, let's talk about what I guess was the biggest event this weekend because it was televised on CBS Sports Network. Not CBS, CBS, but the other CBS channel, which I guess is just as good. It's on national TV. Sucks for all of us who care about pickleball because we have to somehow find a TV, which nowadays nobody really has. We had Paris Todd and Simone Jardim, the number one seed, taking on Barr and Fudge. Megan Fudge and Suzanne Barr, Have been really good in the APP, but man, nobody can stop Simone in Paris right now. Paris Todd, the full-time aloe model, part-time pickleball player. She passed up on playing in the PPA this year, so that way, I mean, it seems like she just really wants to dominate the APP. And when it comes to women's doubles, she is doing just that. I mean, her and Simone have been on fire. There's no way that anybody can stop them at this point. So that means if you count them all up, they both have five gold medals. Just this year alone, we're only in May. I can't really think of another team, as far as women's double goes, that's going to beat Paris Todd and Simone Jardim. So we had two matches on Championship Sunday that were played on CBS Sports Network. The other one being the men's doubles, which as you can see right here, Rob Nunnery and Diescu end up taking gold against John Sincola and Brandon Long. Now, Diescu has been on fire the dude could win with anybody i think i saw that he's won gold with like five different partners this year it's crazy you know i'm usually on here saying that chemistry is very important but i guess you have anomalies and when it comes to diescu it seems like he could play with anybody at least on the app level and they could get gold one thing i noticed during this match and uh, some of diescu's other matches was that he's playing with a paddle that i've never seen before It's like a Viking paddle. And turns out he is done with Selkirk. And he's moved on to this obscure brand called Viking. So as you can see, he's officially uh, a Viking team member at this point. So it turns out this company is primarily doing these like paddle tennis paddles, rackets. What do you call them if it's paddle tennis? Is it a paddle or is it still rackets? Either way. Uh, They're new to pickleball, but they've been around making some other things. So maybe they do have a pretty good paddle for pickleball. Ah, platform tennis. Wait, is this a new one? I've heard of paddle tennis. I've heard of padel, uh, racquetball. I mean, but what? Now we got a platform tennis. Is this a new sport or is that just something else? I have no idea. For the Entourage fans out there, Johnny Drama, big fan of Viking. Victory! That does sound very Viking-ish. I think I get it. I mean, I got to say, it's pretty cool if you're winning gold with a paddle that not a lot of people were using. That just shows like, hey, it ain't really about the paddle. It's about the player. 
which I think for the most part, people would agree with. You still want to feel like there's nothing that would hold you back from being successful. And I guess clearly this is not holding them back. So maybe it's a paddle worth taking a look at. I don't know how much Selkirk is offering, you know, the players that they sign to them. I can't imagine that it's a whole lot. I would imagine that the appeal is just that you get to play with a great paddle, you know, maybe for less money than you would for other companies. But I can't imagine that there's a bunch of paddle companies that wouldn't want to sponsor Andre Diascu. Did Viking just like unleash the paycheck and really ball out on Diascu? If so, great investment because this dude has been killing it lately. And I got to tell you, it makes me want to try this paddle out now. I guess that's how sponsorships work, right? So earlier in the day on Saturday, we had this men's doubles matchup against Johnson Cola, Brandon Long, playing Cam Nemoff and Jack Monroe. Jack Monroe is this guy that I've noticed on Instagram. I notice it because he plays lefty and righty. He's ambidextrous, so he's actually really good. I also saw that Ben Johns is training him, so it's kind of exciting to see where he's going to go if Ben Johns is you know, kind of coaching and training him. Uh, his partner here, Cam Nemoff, you might know from the Jordan Briones podcast, very popular coach. Um, so Cam has been getting a lot of attention lately. And as you can see right here, check this play out. Jack Monroe blocks the ATP with his own ATP. That's an amazing play right there by somebody who is up and coming. This guy's fun to watch. Not sure what that one was right there. Did he do that on purpose? Swing and a miss. In your face. This was also another awesome play by Cam Nemoff. Check this out. Runs up, gets it, and then behind the back. Swoop-de-swoop. What do we call these plays? Do we always just have to go with their last name? Is this the Nemoff, or can we give it something cool? I like the swoop-de-swoop. Did he even see that or did he just guess? Come on, Jack. You got to be able to get that. Finish for your teammate. You can just tell how disappointed he is. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, dude. So Nemoff and Jack Monroe, a.k.a. Junior Mint, they played a great match here. It wasn't enough to get them past Sincola and Long, but it does put them on the map, and they are going to be a team to watch in the future as we move forward with more and more APP matches. Real quick, too. What is going on here with this transition? that they have from camera to camera. Look at that thing. What is that? Is that a pickleball or a wiffle ball? What is this? What is this thing right here? Is this a white pickleball? When's the last time you've seen a white pickleball? I think this is a wiffle ball. It goes so quick, I can't even really tell. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's got like more holes than a wiffle ball does, but why is it white? Why not like a yellow one or even a green one? Heck, I got a buddy at Open Play that plays with a red one. That would make more sense than a white pickleball. It honestly was bothering me all weekend. Every time I saw it pass by, I'm like, what the heck is that thing? Is that a wiffle ball? The other storyline from men's doubles this weekend was the fact that the Johnson twins went down early to a team of Mick and Mick Nolte, who ended up making it to the semifinals. Check out this last play, though. Return in the net and a freaking hate this stupid paddle. You can't blame it on the paddle, man. Come on now. I don't know. Maybe we should get him a Viking paddle and see if that helps. So moving on to mixed doubles, our gold medal match was an awesome one. We had Andre Diescu and Alex Strong facing off against Suzanne Barr and Rob Nunnery. Both teams played amazing. 
You could tell Alex Strong was kind of the weak link of the four, but Andre Deescu is so good. I mean, this guy has been crushing it in every single way with his Viking paddle. This game ended up going into the 15-point tiebreak, which I got to say, I'm a little bit happy that this wasn't on national TV, a 15-point tiebreak game. It's just so confusing for the casual viewer. I mean, like, we get it because it's like a double elimination thing. You know, it's if you got to lose twice to be out of the tournament. So if the number one team makes it through the winner's bracket and never lost, well, it'd be kind of cheap if the other team already lost a game and then they get gold somehow. That's why I like what the PPA does, where they just make it like a regular bracket, you know, past a certain point, which makes a lot of sense. Now, there's cons to that too, because then it ends up being where the fifth place team has only lost once, but then the fourth place team has lost twice. It is also a little bit confusing that way, but I think when we're talking about the big matches, Championship Sunday, this is what makes the most sense for somebody who's just getting into pickleball. Regardless, if you know what's going on, this was a great match to see it go to a tiebreak. So Andre Daescu and Alex, what the fuck is strong with you? End up taking the gold medal against Nunnery and Suzanne Barr. This match was great. I'm very impressed with Trong and Daescu. But the best moment of this match came directly after during our post-game interview. So the APP has been trying out this new announcer. Her name is AJ McCord. I guess she's coming from some Portland radio show where she talks sports, which cool. She knows sports, but it's been so obvious that she doesn't know pickleball. I mean, just listen to this right here. You in just a minute, Susanna Barr, Rob Nunnery, a hard fought weekend. I know it was your first time playing together. What is your biggest takeaway? It's actually not our first time. First time this season. Sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We played most of the year together. My fault. First time since I've been here. Anyway, moving on past my. Still wrong. Um, but I mean, this was our first time uh, that we made it to Championship Sunday. And so, I mean, hats off to. Andre and Alex, they played great, um, but we, you know, we played well together as well. We've improved a lot. Sorry. <laughs> so, Rob, with ah, I'm cringing so much, Suzanne Barr. Oh, she got all nervous because she realized that that was like a weird, awkward interaction. Look at her. She's like still coughing from like getting all anxious and nervous. Oh my gosh. Her heart's probably racing a million miles per hour. So is mine right now. I'm sweating just watching this again. Oh, what a cringy moment. I've never appreciated Hannah Johns more than I have after this interaction right here. But if you think that's as bad as it gets, it gets worse. Check this out. <laughs> that's okay. It's the end of a long weekend here. Give it up for your silver medalists. They gave her the wrong medal. Oh! This is going down in history as the best slash worst interview of all time. All right, so moving on to men's doubles. We had the Johnson twins playing against each other. I don't know who that... Oh, there we go. Hunter Johnson. I was going to say, I have no idea who is who. Is that even Hunter? I don't think that is. I think that's Hunter. I have no idea. Honestly, it's so confusing watching them play. I feel like I'm just rooting for whoever's outfit I vibe with more in the moment. Am I rooting for Nike or am I going to root for Pickleball Exchange? I wish they would like help us out a little bit. Change the facial hair, change the haircut. Give us something to work with with how we could tell you guys apart. You guys play the same exact way. You're both really, really good. 
It's a number one and the number two seed. It's not like there's one who's like way better and one who's like kind of hanging in there. Okay, yeah, this is confusing because Yates Johnson ended up winning it and this is him right here. Did he switch his hat with his brother to confuse us all? What are they doing to us? They're making this harder for us. Oh, wait, they're both wearing a pickleball exchange hat. Okay, this is just getting really tough now. Look, I mean, this is a cool match to watch them both play, but I don't know. There's just something about, like, brotherly competition isn't as exciting as, like, two people that freaking hate each other, you know? Like, I want people to, like, not like each other and try to beat each other because of that. Like, I don't know. It's just not as fun when they're, like, bros. Like, yeah, chest bump, dude, even though I just beat you. Cool. Brotherly love. I get it. That's good that they're friends and friendly and just fun competition. But I want like real serious shit, you know? I want serious drama. Speaking of serious matchups, we had Salome Davidze playing against Jenna Hessert. See, now Salome, you know, when you play someone like Leia Jansen, that's the kind of matchup I'm looking forward to. Two people that just don't like each other and really, really want to beat the other person. You know, it's so much more serious than just, like, bragging rights at the dinner table with your family. Obviously, most people don't know who Hessert is. I didn't know who she was. So anybody could take a real strong guess, and you got it right. Salome Davidze ended up winning gold here. At first glance, I wouldn't even know that Hessert was a pickleball player. Doesn't she look like a dodgeball player or something like that? I don't know. What sport do you think she would play if you just saw her? She looks like she plays dodgeball or maybe softball or something. I wouldn't guess pickleball. But then you see Salome. Okay, she looks like she plays tennis, which means she looks like she plays pickleball, which is cool. I don't know. We don't have to all look like tennis players out there with their flamingo dresses and whatnot. Put on some rec specs like Jenna Hessert. Let's get aggressive out there. I guess we thought maybe Hessert might give Salome Davidze some different looks that she wasn't used to. And maybe that would help her kind of pull out a win, but it was just not even close to enough. Salome Davidze is a great women's singles player, and she came out on top and got gold here. So that's going to do it for all the Sunday championship matches. But before we go, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the good things that the APP is doing if we compare them to the PPA. Now, first and foremost, APP stepped up their production quality. I mean, they have the best replay angles and they even have extra refs on the court. So if there ever comes down to a challenge, APP has got it real covered. Even though I do like their extra camera angles and what they're doing with their production quality, this baseline view is not for me. I mean, I don't mind a baseline view as compared to like a sideline view for watching pickleball. I think sideline's probably a little bit better. But if you're going to do a baseline view... Can we lower the camera a little bit? I mean, I can't even tell who these people are sometimes unless I see their name up there. Watching these games from the nosebleeds is not as much fun. Another thing the APP is doing really well are these like interviews before the matches where they're trying to establish what the storyline is. They're trying to give some context to their players because that's always, you know, the one con to APP is that we don't know enough about the players and what they're going through and what the kind of current storylines are. So APP is doing a good job with some of this stuff. Uh, trying to build their brand a little bit more. Also, one of my least favorite things about the PPA are all the annoying commercials on repeat. APP stepped their commercial game up. I mean, they have literal pickleball-themed commercials now. I mean, look at this one. This is a discount tires commercial, and they're playing pickleball on it. 
That means they specifically made it for this. That's a really good sign that we have other random companies out there trying to target the pickleball demographic. Okay, even though I am a fan of the commercials that have been coming out with the APP, there's one commercial that has just been driving me nuts. It's this one right here. This flaccid commercial. Pickles, get it, pickleball. <sighs> they sponsored the tournament. They're going to have a commercial in there. They made a specific pickleball one. But oh my gosh, is it driving me insane. Here, let's take a look. Thompson, Daily Tomorrow News. You just won the Pickleball World Tournament. Did you think... <laughs> Hello there. Pickleball World Tournament? What is that? There's no such thing as the Pickleball World Tournament. Pickleball's played in America, and that's about it. There's no other pro pickleball anywhere. There, Dill. I prefer Dylan. Anything you'd like to say to your opponent from today? <laughs> Not just so juicy. Who is this? This is a pickleball player? This is your pickleball player. When you're casting somebody for a commercial, you said, yep, she looks like a pickleball player. What? What is she even wearing? She's wearing like a sweater cardigan and a turtleneck. This is a post-game interview? Who is next to her? Her coach and her manager? Pickleball players barely have coaches. They definitely don't have managers. What is the difference? Why are there so many journalists in this room right now? And why do they all have flash cameras? Also, why is there shrubbery in front of this little podium desk thing? Why? There, look at that grass. Why is that there? Uh, are they inside or outside? This, this, this commercial was just so corny to me. And there's just so many things that just don't make sense about it. I'm sorry, but I don't buy that this is a pickleball player. I really don't. Anybody can play pickleball. So yes, I would imagine that maybe she does play pickleball in her off time, but you're telling me she's won the world pickleball championship in a turtleneck? Anyways, commercials aside, the big issue I have with the APP, like most people, is the fact that they don't stream any games on Thursday and Friday. They only do Saturday and Sunday. I guess if you did want to watch the games on Thursday and Friday, you could have watched it on this live stream that they have. They have like a webcam I was actually watching it while I was at work. I was watching one of Salome Davidze's matches. I mean, it was that, that little court right there on the right side. So as you can see, it's very tiny um, and not really worth it because you can't hear the score or anything like that. I did think it was kind of funny that they do have this webcam there, though. It does make you wonder, though, like, why can't the APP just put up a webcam and just show it to us? Like, put up a phone, you know? We just want to see these games. It doesn't need to be perfect. I guess they're just going for scarcity. Make us want more by not having a lot of it. I guess it's not worth it to stream on the days where not too many people are watching because they're at work. It makes sense. But the frustrating part about it this weekend was even on Saturday, we had a rain delay. And so we got cut short of a lot of pickleball. They ended up playing more games that night at some indoor facility, but they didn't stream any of the matches. So all you got is a bunch of like phone videos on Twitter to see any highlights. So even though the APP is not perfect, we all got to be glad that they're there. The competition between the APP and the PPA is what's going to make both leagues better in the long run. Right now, we're at a period where PPA is definitely the better league as far as talent goes and a lot of other things. But the APP does have some strengths. Having the PPA pay their players well, give them appearance fees, and really setting them up for an actual career to be able to do this is then in turn going to cause the APP to have to react to a similar way if they want to stay in and compete like this. 
So even though there's a lot of things that make watching the APP frustrating, like not streaming on Thursday and Friday, and this weird baseline angle from up in the nosebleeds, we still got to support because it's pro pickleball. It's good enough. <laughs> and if it wasn't around, PPA would crumble because they'd have no competition. All right, so that is going to do it for today's episode. But before we head out, let us play another round of Partner Body Bag Winner Off the Net, the official Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball podcast game. So I have three people that were texted to me, and I am going to reveal those people. And when I do, I am going to have to decide who I want to partner with, who I'd like to body bag, and who I'd like to hit a winner doop, off the net. Sorry, not sorry style. Okay, so number one, Yates Johnson. Number two, Andre Diescu. And number three, AJ McCord, everybody's favorite APP announcer. Well, I guess let me say that I'd probably, I think I want to partner with Yates Johnson. I think if I partner with him, I could get to know him a little bit more. And then finally, I might be able to distinguish him and Hunter. He's a good enough player to want to play with, and I got to find out some way to tell them apart. I don't think it's going to happen unless I get to really talk to him up close. Maybe he's got a different voice. I don't know. He's, he must have something that sets him apart from Hunter. And if I'm partners with him, maybe I'll find it out. I could also convince him too. Like, hey, I think you should maybe grow a mustache or something like that. So that way we can know who the heck you are. So that leaves me now with who do I want to body bag, Andre Diescu or AJ McCord? I mean, come on, AJ, you put us through that cringy moment. I guess I feel bad for making it even worse. She probably felt so terrible after this. Everybody was kind of making fun of it. You got to have repercussions for your actions. If you're going to make us cringe this much, I'm sorry, something needs to happen to you. I'm going to have to body bag you, AJ. And that means I'm going to, I guess, hit a winner off the net with Andre Diascu. Sorry, not sorry. You know, I guess the fear in wanting to hit a winner off the net, sometimes that, like, fires people up. They get a little more pissed off, and they want to, like, go extra hard on you to, like, get revenge. I mean, I could just imagine him having that happen to him, and then he just gives me the, ah, I'm getting attacked by a zombie face. Ah. <sighs> So there you have it. I am going to partner with Yates Johnson, hit a winner off the net with Andre Dayescu, which means I'm going to body bag AJ McCord. Sorry. Uh, sorry. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, share this show with your friends if they're into pickleball or trying to get into pro pickleball. We will see you back next week for another episode. Take care, everybody. Forgiveness. Saying sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, forgiveness. <laughs>